Welcome back to the Unapologetic Show, lovelies. This is the show where your host, yours truly, helps you to navigate how to live your most authentic and unapologetic life. As a recovering people pleaser myself, I'm learning how to unpack what it means to live unapologetically, and in doing so, I want to create safe spaces for others who are on the same journey. Let's dive in, shall we? Woo, so hi, y'all. I know I'm very late. Um, I'm back. She's here. She's late but you know she's starving so it's all good um i had a great weekend uh this weekend with my parents it was a beautiful weekend out here in indianapolis it was like 80 degrees and it was probably my first time wearing shorts in the last few months and so i was super excited to like break out the short alls i have short overalls um and just you know be able to really explore downtown indy um like i said my parents were up here we were celebrating my mom's birthday this weekend which was really fun um i don't know it's just a lot of great times all around so um all of that to say this weekend was a little jam-packed for me so definitely recording this episode kind of fell to the bottom of my to-do list but she's here we're back so um yeah thank you for being patient with me um so for today's episode i really just kind of want to dive into a topic that i think has been on my mind a lot lately in the past few weeks um past few weeks really for the past 31 years of my life uh, my entire existence um and it's a topic that i feel like a lot of other people resonate with so just like kind of navigating that feeling of not feeling good enough um i don't know it's it's such a tough thing to experience because none of us really want to feel that way we all in our head want us to like feel like we are the best person around but sometimes we just don't um i don't know like i feel like i've always had a trouble like an issue with like negative self-talk and um believing negative things about myself um and that's kind of impacted my own mental health journey a lot um you know i feel like that's kind of been the source of my anxiety my depression um just low self-esteem especially when i was a teenager um and i mean it carries into adulthood right like i feel like it's hard sometimes because social media and as you remember from my episode a couple of weeks ago social media has this really big way of weighing on us and um just kind of making us feel less than you know when we're seeing other people who are doing things that we think we should be doing um and i feel like that's just something that's a universal feeling whether you're on social media whether you're just thinking of that in your in your regular day-to-day life um a lot of times like not feeling good enough can come from so many different sources it can come from your family it can come from your friends it can come from your enemies your partner um whatever but it's something that is just so human and it's one of those things that as i started to work on my um inner self like i started to do my my inner self work especially in like my 20s i really wanted to tackle not feeling good enough because it it really sucks to feel like that and i feel like sometimes you get into this little cycle where you think you're not good enough and it makes it harder for you to pull yourself out of a dark place um and then you just kind of like repeat that cycle um 
but I've been really trying to learn how to pull myself out of this feeling. And I mean, it's only, I say this as somebody who definitely feels this a lot on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, like I feel this a lot, like from time to time. Um, I feel like there are more, it comes more in moments now, but I have like more of the tools to actually pull myself out of it. Um, and that's something that I really want to convey in this episode to really just kind of talk through how to like identify and challenge those thoughts and, um, you know, how to cope with it because it, it sucks, but it's something that, um, you know, it's a negative and untrue self-belief. So we tend to not think that we're good enough, um, you know, like I always say that you're your own best advocate. And so I feel like you have to learn how good you are in order to be able to advocate and fight for yourself in a way that, um, you know, other people may not be able to fight for you. So it's one of, I think, the biggest things that, um, like one of the biggest mindset shifts that really can improve the trajectory of your life. So a lot like i said before like a lot of times feeling not good enough um that comes from you know negative beliefs about ourselves so whether that's uh <clears throat> whether that's because of like the people around you whether that's just internalized messaging that you get from social media or from um traditional media like what have you it tends to be you know such a like internalized belief and it does have this like way of impacting how you feel about yourself and it can like really create uh, an environment of depression or anxiety for yourself um and it just manifests in other areas of your life right so like it can come up in like your careers your relationships your appearance um how you take care of yourself um I think when you feel like you're not good enough it makes it harder to want to care for yourself or care for the relationships or the career in your life in the way that you would if you do did feel like you deserved it <clears throat> um not sure why my voice is getting raspy don't mind me um but yeah so i think one of the biggest ways to get yourself out of that spiral out of that loop is being the like i guess identifying your negative self-talk patterns first so for me personally I feel like naming my demons is the best way to attack them and to make myself um, address them and really kind of give them less power over my life. And I think in this case, like being able to name your negative self-talk patterns, um, I've used apps like uh, Moon Notes before, which it's kind of a mood tracker and it has a little bit of a journaling aspect um, and it uh, uses CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy techniques. Um, which I think is really helpful for me and it helps you to restructure how you're thinking of uh, different, like how your thoughts kind of appear in your brain. Um, so kind of replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones. Um, and I know that sounds pretty empty, but I think it's basically like identifying like if you're having some sort of like all or nothing type of belief or if you're having like a fortune telling type of belief or if you're having um you know like uh, i don't know like catastrophizing a situation which is really easy for me to do um i was actually just talking to one of my friends about moot notes the other day and you know explaining to her that like because i think she was she was she was stressed about something and um i was seeing it i could see it like in the 
in the like text that she was sending me that it sounded like I was like I think you're I think you're fortune telling a little bit like you may not realize it but you're predicting something bad happening um like months from now something that hasn't happened yet and that you still have the ability to change um and i feel like it's so easy to get into those patterns because i i do it all all of the time i specifically like i catastrophize a lot um like a lot a lot like i always make things worse in my head than they actually are in real life um which sometimes i think is just a defense mechanism and i'm sure my therapist would agree with that but you know it's fine um but i think the key to challenging the thoughts of not being good enough or feeling good enough is you know replacing those thoughts so being able to identify the type of thought patterns that you're falling into and being able to say well okay so am i making this situation a worse deal than what it actually is um i have a tendency to do that especially like with work like i have a tendency to think that things are going to turn out so much worse than what they actually do turn out to be um and so i have to remind myself to you know stay in the present and to um not you know not get ahead of myself when i think that things are going to turn out a certain way um, and that kind of brings me to the next technique to identifying and uh challenging negative self-talk is you know learning how to be mindful so mindfulness is something that um it's it's a really big part of my life and it's something that i especially like in my 20s i really kind of dove into um so for me that's just learning how to be present in the moment and learning how to let go of negative thoughts um it's easier said than done but i think the more you practice it the better you get at it um and kind of remembering that your thoughts are just that they're just thoughts they don't have to be truth um i like to do a lot of meditations and um, I know a lot of people are probably listening and being like, well, I can't meditate. It's so hard for me. And trust me, it was the same way for me too. I had to practice meditation so often to actually get good at it. Um, I used to just, it, like, I used to sit for like maybe two minutes of meditation and the entire time I would fidget and <laughs> I would just have the hardest time to like stay still and to really like lean into my thoughts but um definitely like i leaned into different apps that kind of helped me to um learn how to meditate with guided meditation um so like calm for instance headspace um i use the balance app in uh apple which i really like a lot um but you know like starting very small i think being able to start small with those like maybe one minute meditations and then increasing it to two minutes and um slowly just building that up but learning that being able to understand that the thoughts that are flying through your head are just that they're just thoughts and i think once you start to recognize that your thoughts are just that like they don't have to have any impact on your life whatsoever it's easier to let go of them and to challenge them and to realize that they don't have like any sort of weight over your life um and again i think it's easier said than done it's a it's a journey right like nothing is easy to just do but um i definitely feel like i had to learn how to just lean into that and figure it out for myself um actually on netflix i believe there's like i want to say headspace actually has some like 
shows on Netflix that you can watch um, that are meditation based. I haven't really looked into it that much. Um, oh my gosh. Total aside, speaking of Netflix, last night I was watching or trying to watch the Love is Blind live reunion. Sorry, sharp left here. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you might have tried to watch this show as well. And I feel like I was up for so long waiting for this stupid show to come on and it just didn't. And I ended up FaceTiming my friends and um, that's something else that I think that helps me to like not feel to feel a little bit better in my skin is having my like leaning into my community I, I guess like it was so lovely like it was it was just such a funny like way to like FaceTime two of my friends who were in Chicago um like we were all waiting for this show and we just decided to like talk to each other on um FaceTime and it was so helpful because it just kind of reminded me of how loved I am and how like how many good people I have in my life um, and how much I love them. And I think that that's so important um, when you're learning how to cope with like not feeling good enough is like really leaning into your support group. I have friends who like I love I, I like I really just love talking to them because they always hype me up and I always try to be that for my friends as well. I always try to hype them up. And um, I feel like that's helped me so much in my life just to really improve my own self-talk because, you know, my friends, I think, will always try to hype me up and, like, give me all of the positive, beautiful, affirmative words um, and just tell me things about myself that, like, maybe I don't recognize and I try to do the same with them. Um, and I feel like that's been one of the biggest, like, coping mechanisms and um, ways for me to grow out of, you know, not feeling good enough. Um, just in general, I think self-care, seeking professional help, journaling, meditation, all of those things are really important um, when it comes to learning how to not feel um, bad about yourself and how to, like, help you to step outside of that negative self-talk. Um, like I said, I see a therapist. I have a therapist that I see once a week and I adore her. She's fantastic. And, um, honestly, it's so good because it helps me to reframe how I think about myself. And, um, uh, my favorite is when she reminds me of how far I've come, you know, because sometimes I don't remember, or I don't realize, I don't recognize like how far I've come, like, and how, how different of a place I am today versus like a year ago. Um, having people like that remind you, I think is really important. Just having somebody that, you know, you can talk to that is an unbiased third party. Um, I, I'm going to assume that if you're listening to my podcast, you're probably already on board with the whole therapy idea, but I know that, um, it's something that's still controversial for a lot of people. And I always kind of liken it to like, you know, <clears throat> you wouldn't not go to a doctor if you were, like if you broke your legs. So like, why wouldn't you not go to a doctor if you feel like you're having issues with your mental health? Um, so I don't know, like, I think that seeing a therapist is something, honestly, everybody should do. Um, but it's something that has helped me tremendously in my life. And I feel like I, I feel like, especially in the years I've been going to therapy, like I really see the difference it's made on my life and how, I react to situations differently and how I'm able to um, cope with situations in a different way. 
Um, but yeah, no, like I think that self-care is another good coping mechanism. Um, and sometimes like self-care looks like rest, you know, like sometimes it looks like facials, but I feel like that's kind of the very commercialized version of self-care. Um, a lot of times, like I like to use self-care as a form of like taking time to read or learning when I need to turn off the screens and read a book or knowing when I need to go for a walk, like my little hot girl walks I like to do around the park. Um, but I think knowing what you need is like knowing how to like have those mechanisms like at your disposal is so important for helping you to slowly start to feel better about yourself. And I mean, nothing happens in a vacuum. Nothing happens overnight. It takes time. It takes a lot of practice. Um, but I really hope that at least like this gives you the tools mm -hmm. to start to see those patterns within yourself and to start to be able to address that. Um, and just the biggest thing I think is practicing self-compassion and learning how to let go of perfectionism. Um, I am notorious for being a perfectionist and getting frustrated when I'm not great at something right away. Um, I think learning how to be compassionate to yourself is so important for helping you to, you know, start to be on your healing journey. Um, like some days things are going to be hard and that's okay. Um, you know, for me sometimes, like, like I said before, I, I have moments where I still feel bad about myself where I just don't feel like I'm good enough. And I think learning how to be okay with those moments and learning that those moments are temporary is the most important thing. That's like the biggest lesson I feel like I've learned in my life um, on my healing journey. And it's just kind of helped me to navigate and appreciate the growth that I've had over the last however long I've been working on this combat on this therapy self-care healing journey um but learning how to let go of that perfectionism and understanding that you know the bad days that you have doesn't mean you're failing the uh, setbacks that you have does not mean you're failing like it's okay to have those setbacks just learn how to like you know be able to pull yourself back up or at least like have the resources like whether that's your community whether that's your therapy whether that's journaling meditation whatever to help pull you out of that funk and um yeah I mean I think that's the biggest thing that I feel like has been beneficial for me as I've learned how to set boundaries more, as I've learned how to like, you know, stop being such a people pleaser. Um, like I'm going to have days where my boundaries are like, I'm not as good about like being as firm about them. And I've learned how to be okay with that. Um, learn how to like, you know, bounce back from it more than anything. Um, and how to reinforce my boundaries when I am feeling strong enough or, you know, if I need sleep, I need sleep. If you need sleep, you need sleep. Your body needs it. Um, take care of yourself and, you know, look out for what you need in that moment. So I would like to end this episode today with um, a couple of journal prompts and some affirmations that I came across um, via ChatGPT because ChatGPT is going to take over the world. Um, just kidding, kind of. But, um, these are just things that like, you know, I like to 
like the journal prompts, I think, are things that you can reflect on as you are um, thinking through how to not feel so bad about yourself and how to like navigate the not good enough feeling. And then the affirmations are things that I challenge you to, you know, look in the mirror and say these things to yourself. Um, I, for a while, was having a time where I would look in the mirror when I would get out of the shower and I would play I Am Woman. Um, I forget who sings I Am Woman, but I would play I Am Woman and I would dance and say my affirmations and it was like the most empowering and freeing things. Amy Malie, I think that's the, the, the singer's name. Um, anyway, it's a great song. You should check it out. Um, but yeah, for sure. Like I think knowing how to, um, say affirmations to yourself in the morning, um, you'll see, I post it on TikTok every now and then. Like I like to say affirmations in the morning, like when I'm doing my stretches or, um, like I, I try to just remind myself that, you know, we are good enough. So without further ado, here are the journal prompts <clears throat> and then I'll get into the affirmations after. So for the journal prompts for this week, um, here are three questions I have. So one is what are three things I'm proud of myself for today? What are three things I'm proud of myself for today? What are three things I'm grateful for in my life right now? And the last one is, what are three things I like about myself? And those are sometimes really hard to um, have those feelings, but I think being able to reflect on it will help you. And being able to reflect on that regularly is something that can help you navigate not feeling good enough. So, and just battle that negative self-talk. Um, as far as affirmations go, here are five affirmations that I came up with, or I'm sorry, ChatGPT came up with. Um, the first one is I am worthy and deserving of love and respect. I trust in my abilities and believe in myself. I am enough just as I am. I am capable of achieving my goals and I choose to focus on my strengths and positive qualities. All right. Well, thank you all for listening today. This was a pretty quick episode. Um, your girl was late, but hey, we can't all be on time and self-compassion, right? So anyway, um, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Um, please remember to share this podcast with your social media channels. Um, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Rate us five stars on Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Bye.